Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to another mini-sode of Colton Classic Podcast. These are the short Friday episodes we bring you to tide you over until our next main entry, which uh, always airs on Tuesday. So, uh... This podcast, as always, talks about movies, mainstream and cult, and we like to talk about thematically linked ones. Uh, but for these mini-sodes, we tend to bring you different things like one-off reviews, uh, interviews, um, product reviews that are related to cult and classic films. Uh, in this case, it's going to be a movie review, and we're talking about uh, what has turned out to be quite a big movie uh, worldwide, Demon Slayer Mujin Train. Now, uh, now, this is, of course, an anime film, so the... Uh, the actual name is in Japanese, uh, but Demon Slayer Mujin Train is a continuation of a TV, an anime, uh, an animated television show that has been very popular in Japan and as well as uh, the United States and elsewhere around the world. And it's a very unique uh, style of illustration. The line widths, uh, meaning the basically line art around characters is variable length. Um, so it, it creates a very dynamic look. Uh, and of course, that is from the manga uh, series. And it has been translated into the anime series, I think, quite nicely. Uh, and they have big, flashy uh, sort of elemental effects like water, lightning, uh, fire, and stuff for, for various attacks in this. Um, it is sort of a period piece. Um, there are trains and things of that nature, but it is not contemporary time. Why are we talking about this film other than the fact that, that we like cool movies and this is kind of a cool movie? Well, Demon Slayer Mujin Train has become the highest grossing film of 2020 uh, as of May 2021. So uh, it is, and that's, that's worldwide. So it's grossed over 460 million. That's, there's reasons for that beyond the fact that it's an entertaining film. And we'll get into actually how entertaining it is and what it's like and, and should you watch it and that sort of thing. Uh, the reason, one of the big reasons is that we've, as many people have no doubt noticed, been in sort of a rut when it comes to new big name, uh, big action or, or big impact films because COVID-19. So production shut down, things sort of uh, were put on hold. And uh, that has also, uh, you know, COVID-19 has also 
caused the closing of many movie theaters, some permanently, uh, many temporarily, and are just now opening again. So this actually is the first film that I have seen in theaters uh, for over a year, which is pretty crazy here. But this one did come out, but because there was such a, a, a need for films for the theaters that were open, this film, which typically at, at most would get sort of in the United States, a special screening for a couple of weekends, has actually been a mainstay in the theater, and it's made a lot of money. Now, is it worth the hype? I would say yes. If you like anime uh, and you like period pieces and action pieces, absolutely. There's a couple of things to know about it. It's rated R here in the United States. Does it deserve that? I don't think so. Uh, there is blood, uh, there is um, suicide uh, of a sort, um, but no one actually dies So, uh, in, of suicide. So it's sort of a, that's, it depends on your tolerance, I guess, on whether or not that's a trigger. Uh, and it does have mature themes uh, like death and revenge, things like that. Uh, but it doesn't have really strong cursing, uh, and there's no sex or nudity. I don't think it's rated R. I think this is a solid PG-13 entry. Um, that said, it's really pretty to look at. The animation uh, is great. The art style that I mentioned earlier of the series uh, is carried over to the film uh, both well and better. Something that uh, a lot of anime films that are based off series do is they kind of stick with what they know as far as complexity of uh, animation uh, and maybe they'll throw in some 3D effects that look awkward um, compared to the 2D animation style. And so it's not always that impressive. This one actually is kind of impressive. Now there are lots of 3D effects in here, uh, primarily with backdrops like the forest in the background or the train, which is where most of the film takes place. Uh, but they're nice to look at and the animation and character design is really great and a little unique. Everyone's uh, a little bit short and kind of stocky um, and uh, there's, there's lots of neat design choices that carry over from the manga to this. Now, do you have to have watched the original season one of the series, which is all that is currently uh, out, uh, or read the comics in order to get Mugen Train? Uh, no, actually. Um, that doesn't mean you won't be confused for a little bit, uh, but the movie does do a great job of giving all of the information that you need to understand what's happening uh, in it. Now, I can say that because I have not consumed any Demon Slayer material before seeing this movie. Uh, has it caused me to want to? Actually, yeah, I, I, found, I found it pretty fun. Uh, the plot of this movie is that in this world, there are demons who prey upon people. And there uh, is a group of well-trained uh, soldiers who master these elemental powers who combats these demons. And so there's this kind of conflict going on between them and uh, demons can be uh kind of come from people so a person could become a demon if they so choose and they sort of live forever and have these uh incredible powers but they're demons and they sort of become evil i guess that's the trade-off right so in this world we have uh these these human people that are fighting demons who are much stronger than them and the main character in the film is uh uh named tanjiro and he is gifted uh, at, at, at sort of fighting with his uh, willpower. He's a very strong will and a very pure soul, pure heart, that kind of thing. Uh, and he has a companion, a little blonde boy, and another companion who is uh, sort of a, an underground king who wears this boar's head, a very tribalistic uh, thing. And so everyone's like, who's that 
guy with a boar for a head. They can't see his face. Uh, I like his design, but they have been sent to meet one of these official demon slayers on this train. Uh, and the reason they find out once they get there and meet the demon slayer, his name is Rengoku. Uh, once they get on the train, they, they learn that this train has had constant murders on it uh, by demons. So that's why they're there is to stop this. Um, it's not long before some demons show up and uh, we're treated to some pretty impressive little fight scenes, not very long. And then the bulk of the film takes place uh, in our main character's dreams as a demon puts everyone to sleep and sends his minions to go kill our heroes uh, it, while they're asleep. So they, of course, break out. Uh, our heroes, Will, sort of does that. And uh, and then there's, they eventually, this is not really a spoiler, it's kind of assumed, they defeat this demon. And then there's an entire next part of the movie, like a final third, that really feels like its own film. And it is one long fight scene between Rengoku, this uh, master human warrior, and uh, a, a, the, the third, one of the top uh, demons uh, who who's trying to uh, get Rengoku to become a demon himself and join the fold. And this, this battle is really impressive. Uh, it's a very uh, sort of Dragon Ball Z by way of Inuyasha battle, but much more up close and personal. That's a terrible description, but uh, it's a very good fight scene with lots of beautiful graphics. And to me, this is actually the strongest point of the movie is this final third, which if you're gonna have a strong point in the movie, it's nice to have it at the end because you leave with a good feeling, although you may lose some viewers in the beginning. So why is the first chunk of movie that takes place on this train worth it? Well, one, it gives you backstory on these characters nicely by going into their dreams. We see Chenjiro's family, um, and so we understand his loss uh, as they have been killed uh, by demons, and, and his, his one remaining sibling has been turned into a demon, and he carries her around, and she's kind of a fun, sort of shapeshifty uh, character. And we have... Um, these comedic elements as well. This is not a 100% serious anime, although there is definitely fighting to the death and overall um, it is serious. Uh, we have the boar-headed character chasing his would-be murderer through his subconscious. We have um, really scary scenes of, uh, of the blonde hair boy's psycho obsession with Tanjiro's demon sister uh, in his dream. So we get some fun stuff in there. Uh, the real standout character is actually Rengoku, the warrior that uh, we meet in this anime. I'm not really going to spoil the what happens to him because it, it, it doesn't need to be said to get the point across. His character is both really weird uh, and becomes quite the lovable cinnamon roll who is very powerful. And he's sort of this iconic, uh, I wouldn't say Christ figure because he doesn't have a, 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 you know, a crucifixion moment really, uh, at least not that strong a parallel, but he is sort of the iconic perfect person in this universe. And his battle with this demon is really good and really impressive. And for fans of sort of fantasy samurai elements, you're going to get a lot out of this. Now, this is a long way to say, if you like anime, watch this movie. You'll see what the hype is about with the series, and it'll gear you up for season two. That's right. This is sort of a special uh, anime film where it actually progresses the story from season one. Uh, and it is, although it hasn't been officially uh, announced to do so, we're assuming that the next season, because of how the anime 
uh, or how the manga progresses the story, that this film is actually integral to understanding uh, the next season. So oftentimes, in fact, usually anime films based on a series are just sort of side stories. They don't have uh, permanent impacts that we see in the actual seasons of the show. This seems to be uh, bucking that trend. We'll find out for sure when the season two comes out. Uh, who knows, maybe they'll do a retelling of Fujin Train, but I don't think so. It doesn't sound like that from the news coming out of the fandom. And uh, fandom gets news oftentimes from the creator. So. Here's hoping because Mujin Train is pretty strong on its own, and I think it's a great entry point to Demon Slayer. So you can bet I'm going to be watching season two when it airs, uh, which hopefully will be later this year uh, or early 2022. But go out and see Demon Slayer Mujin Train in theaters. It's worth it. It's longer than you expect. Most anime films aren't very long. This one does, uh, especially because it's got these two distinct sections, uh, does feel a little longer. But you won't be bored and you'll be entertained. And I think it's a great way to get back into the swing of going into theaters supporting these local institutions that we've missed so much so to play us out as always is the chud and i want to say thank you guys for listening if you have anything uh, you want to say or ask us or comment on reach out to us at colton classic podcast at gmail.com also you can do it at our handle on instagram uh, which is at colton classic podcast feel free to follow us we always post about our episodes and extra stuff and partners and people we like to support in the industry and also, please go ahead and write a review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube, also at Colton Classic Podcast, and visit us at our website, coltonclassicpodcast.com. Hope you guys have a great day, and I can't wait to be in your earballs next Tuesday. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me, but what's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.